tattoo the baby? Can we get that crazy? My baby! This is what I want! Nine fourteen PM Tuesday, February nineteenth, twenty nineteen, episode number seven hundred and four of a Yeah Dude. My name is Jonathan and this is Seth. Hello, Seth. Hello, Jonathan. Seven hundred and four A Yeah Dude America through the eyes of two American Americans. So excited to be here. Um, so fucking lucky to be here with my dog. Hashtag East Hollywood. Hashtag podcast. Hashtag grateful. Uh, Signum University. Signum is a nonprofit online higher education institution that was just given approval by the New Hampshire Department of Education to begin offering classes in the state. Uh, these classes at this particular university, they focus on Beyond Middle Earth. That's that's a it's one of your graduate courses. Major. It's a major. Tolkien's world of Middle Earth. Okay, so slightly. So at first we went beyond Middle Earth, then we went into Tolkien's world of Middle Earth. Tolkien in tradition. I gotta take that too. I need those credits, but I also gotta take Tolkien in context. Much different than. But then there's Tolkien wars in Middle Earth. So I guess we'll focus just on the. The, the troubles yeah. that happen. Middle-earth um, cuisine. <laughs> Middle-earth cuisine. Beowulf through Tolkien. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> I guess... The, the book, Beowulf? The book, but I guess through... Through the, eyes, through of the eyes of Tolkien. Did he write Beowulf? TMZ, through the eyes of Tolkien. Tolkien's poetry, the story of The Hobbit, philosophy in Tolkien, language in Tolkien... Tolkienese. So, Tolkienese, if you will. So this school has a very direct, specific lineage. There's some other bullshit that you would like love, like Old Norse mythology and like <laughs> fucking, you know. All very useful Skull chants, fucking skull chant 101. Very useful stuff. Fucking shit, man. Applicable skills. Applicable to our world. To our world. That we live in. I graduated... Summa cum token. How's your fucking college, dog? <laughs> We've. It's a non-profit. What does that mean? I guess it's just one of those not fucking for profit. not for profit, not for knowledge, or actually all for knowledge. I mean, if you want to get down, people love to get down with Tolkien. This is fucking right up Amir's alley. He might be fucking moving to fucking Nashua. Amir went to Nashua. Yeah, he quit the voids. He's got his master's thesis in Tolkienese. He's doing translations. <laughs> He's doing translations of all the works. That's a pretty crazy university right there. What is Does the name have anything to do with that? Signum. I didn't even... Yeah, it must mean... In Old Norse, Signum shall mean knowledge. Okay. Is this real? Yes, Middle Earth is real, you child. We can learn a lot about the conflict. Because if that's Middle Earth, what is this Earth called? Topple Earth? Top if Earth? This is that's Middle Earth. What are we? Yeah, that's a great question. Right? That's, Earth? You can answer Left that in, <laughs> in in Tolkien's geography. 
two and a half years into, into this. <laughs> if you take this five, course for three years, you can find out the name of where you live. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, Mom, I'm going to college, Mom and Dad. Finally. You will pay. You shall pay. You shall pay. I'm going to university. For women attempting to keep a healthy weight after menopause, the American Heart Association has a simple message. Choose water over diet drinks. A study published in Stroke, a journal of the AHA, says women age 50 and above who consume more than one artificially sweetened drink a day are significantly more likely to have a stroke, a heart attack, and an early death. Even women with no history of heart disease or diabetes are considerably more vulnerable to increased health risks if they drink multiple diet beverages a day. The results of the study, which examined data on 81,714 women ages 50 to 79. Do you like that? Is that it's enough? very good. Okay. Uh, 50 to 79, tracked for an average of 11.9 years. I mean, this is hefty. Yeah. Beginning in the mid to late 90s, may come as a blow to those trying to fend off weight by choosing low-calorie sodas. Okay. This is a heads up. Topo Chico, not fucking DMD. Well, Diet Coke... It's you know it's all that advertising they did those hunky construction workers and it really uh, wasn't that Diet Coke I spot I don't remember or that guy Lucky Vanus was that his name at fucking I mean I'm sure you're right I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about but I'm guy. sure you're spot he was like on. a hunky construction He's worker like, and they're all in the window like hunk <laughs> like spilling Pepsi on their blouses oh Pamela hunk, hunk. get the Topo Chico get this Diet Coke out hunk <coughs> spun it. They were they were they were cat calling him. That's when we fucking turned those tables. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Lucky Vanos looked up. I think that's his name. Why would I have that in my head if that? Because you're fucking psychopath. <laughs> you're certifiable crazy. No, person. they only did the study. Is only this was just people that watched was that just, Lucky Vanos. <laughs> were lucky part of the Lucky they, Vanos fan yeah, club. Yeah, in the <laughs> eighty-one thousand women, all members of the Lucky. Oh, Vanos. I know Lucky. I'm in this Facebook Lucky Vanos Facebook page. I'm a moderator. <laughs> Lucky. This was this study was just for women though, so we not. Yes. Although I'm telling you, you got to try to kick that soda. The fucking diet, that's fucking soda, is not good, not good for you. No. But how about just some water? Put some lemon in it. Oh yeah. See, look at that. Right there. Lucky Vanus. <laughs> Let is me he, make is sure. He alive? He's he still with us. <laughs> he passed. Lucky Vanus Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. See, there's a woman right there. She's like pulling her glasses down. Like whoa. <laughs> Doing a little Doc Hollywood. Whoa. Got my, pull through my the shit. Yeah, like, through, my, yeah, through the Venetian. <laughs> like Nagel. Like, boop. There he is. Work. Where are the lucky ones? Wanky, wanky. Um, you got to get off that fucking soda. You got to maybe, but that's just one a day. You're going to have Diet Coke. You're going to have one with breakfast, one with lunch, and one with dinner. And if one a day well, so what's, risk. Well, where's the study that says people that have regular soda are... I mean, what's what's worse? It's yeah. Are they saying that it's worse because it is diet. Because the well, artificial you, sweeteners are are bad for you. Or maybe yeah, if you were drinking like Mexican Coke and you were getting fucking cane sugar sent to you. I live in Nebraska, but I have my uh, I have my friend. I gotta connect the plug down in fucking Tijuana. Ships me fucking cane sugar Coke, so I'm great. Yeah, I just was. I would I would be curious to know which is considered worse that's a good question 
they should wish they told us that in this study with all these women over all these years. Not men, but I guess, yeah, because until we had a fucking Coke Zero or a fucking Pepsi Max, like, men weren't allowed. Men were scoffed at if they tried to drink a diet drink. Yeah. Sissies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't until we, we came up, we knew how to market to them. Zero. Zero. Zilch. Not diet. <laughs> Zilcherino. It's not your daddy's Diet Coke. What is it? It's Zerorino. Coke Zerino. Drink it. Drink up. I'll have one of those. Uh, Does anyone have a... Nobody came up with a diet soda called Zilch? Somebody should have done that. Someone can Zilch still, is a great. Someone, someone can still do that. Someone will. Eight 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 four two two three five seven. Zilch is a great name for a for a. No, Would you drink zero a, no, a zero calorie beverage called Zilch? <sighs> no vitamins. No sugar. <laughs> no. no calories. No water. No water. The Zilch is delicious. No taste. No flavor. Zilch. Seventy five years old this year. The longest running public service advertising campaign in the United States. Smokey the Bear? Fuck, yeah. By the U.S. Forest Service, although it's funny you say Smokey the Bear. I say Smokey the Bear. His name is Smokey Bear. That's his official name. Oh, I thought it was, it's not Yogi the Bear, though. It's Yogi Bear, right? It's, uh, no, Yogi the Bear. Is it? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's Yogi the, Yogi Bear. Smokey the Bear? It's Smokey Smok- Bear. Smokey Bear. But he's really Smokey the Bear, right? Maybe it's, uh... In 1952, there was a popular song where they added the, and so people, uh-huh. but he's, his real name, his Christian name, is on, his, on his passport, on his birth certificate, is Smokey Bear. Smokey Josiah Bear. Smokey Jedediah the Da Bear. Now, in 1944, Smokey says, care will prevent nine out of ten forest fires. And then three years later in 1947, it became, remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Exactly, Jonathan. In 2001, it became, only only you can prevent forest fires. They had to take out the remember, I guess, because people just got dumber. They didn't know what that word meant. What? Remember? What? How does it go? (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) Bam. It's a tall thing of leaf. Bam. So it's, only you can prevent forest fires. Now, Smokey Bear, who was he voiced by since 2008? They kicked back off commercials and PSAs Will online. Will Sasso. Will? That's a fucking amazing call. <laughs> amazing. Who is it? Fuck. Who does it? Uh, it's Sam Elliott. But Will Sasso would be Good. a great Smokey Strong Bear. Second. Next time I see Will Sasso, I'm going to say, you should be Smokey Bear. Now... This is a little fun fact for you. These have all been fun facts. Sam Elliott and Smokey Bear were born on the same day, August 9th, 1944. Both Leos. Isn't that crazy? The day that Sam Elliott came into this world, gruff, was the day, the first day that they debuted Smokey Bear. Now, uh, Sam Elliott almost lost his home in the Woolsey Fire in Malibu, which would have been... Not a fun fact. No. If Smokey Bear was like standing in front of his fucking house like, what the fuck? I thought I told y'all. I told y'all. Don't. Do we know how that started? I don't know if we know how it started. I think we know. Um, so yeah, that's uh, but Will Sasso. Amazing. 
so stupid. That's amazing. <laughs> I talked years ago about how I was like moderately obsessed with him when he was in his what, like mad tv mad tv days and i saw him on sunset boulevard when i used to at the old future music and he was outside and i like did you go up and say something and, like, said something to him and i like freaked him out and he he like you like bugged out to will sasso that's fucking weird man hey 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 bill i mean will oh fuck i fucked it up already anyway uh, crazy hey you ever think about it my dad my dad was a guy too you're a guy come to my house um yeah, I was very excited to meet him, and I, he didn't he didn't uh, didn't respond too well to my didn't huh? I, I if you saw know. him again, would you try again? Fuck no, I've seen him since. Fuck you that seen, guy. You just that were like it. that was it. That was your one chance. <laughs> yeah, I blew it, but fuck you for not making me put me at ease. You should have seen how fucking flustered I was and fucking done something about it. <laughs> should have come over to my house. Fuck. Yeah. Right there, right there on fucking sunset, huh? Yeah. He was funny. Damn. Get all the celebs, right? On Sunset Strip. Back then. Whew. Kidding me? Toy. Oh. Pre-9-11 toy. Pre-9-11 toy? Forget it. Forget about it. I mean, that's fucking... Who's up in there? Fucking Primus? You fucking, name it. Primus Tarantino? I mean... <laughs> you you by, name it. Claypool? What's going on here? Claypool, Tarantino, Larroquette, Sasso, Elliot. I can't forget you. Or let me see you. Here's your Academy Award for appearing in a film for less than three minutes. Is he nominated? Yeah. Yeah, he should be. Right? I mean, he makes me cry if does, he does anything. When he's smoking, <laughs> only you can. <laughs> I did it. Only you can fuck Will Sasso. In <laughs> um, the award for being in a movie for less than 17 seconds and being nominated, literally is in a scene, goes away. Leaves. Leaves. The country, maybe. maybe. Definitely the film. Definitely yeah. the multiplex. Two hours later... Shows up at shows SNL. Shows up at SNL. It's like, what's this, Lady Gaga? Whoa, did you hear the way he said it? All gruff? Give him an Oscar. Give him an award. <laughs> Weird. Anthropologists at the University of Oxford have discovered what they believe to be seven universal moral rules. Previous studies have looked at some of these rules in some places, but none has looked at all of them in a large representative sample of societies. The present study published in Current Anthropology is the largest and most comprehensive cross-cultural survey of morals ever conducted. Okay. <clears throat> the team from Oxford's Institute of Cognitive and Evolutionary Anthropology analyzed ethnographic accounts of ethics from 60 societies, comprising over 600,000 words from over 600 sources. I mean, this is definitive, as far as I'm concerned. The rules help your family, help your group, return favors, be brave, defer to superiors, divide resources fairly, and respect others' property. These were found in a survey of 60 cultures from all around the world. Whoa. One more time. What are they? Help your family. You got to help your family, right? I mean, you're, I guess you don't. You're, what if you don't like your family? What if your family is not a good family? You swap them out then. Or are you, I guess you find, that's how you, you find a different tribe. You find, find a different family. Family. <laughs> Rule number one. Rule number find one. A different family. Audition your own family. Put them on tape. Pol Get together. Polaroid them. Polaroid them. 
put them on tape, rewatch that audition. Um, Decide if you like that. The rules are help your family, help your group. Help your group make sense. Social circle. So your family first, then your group. Return favors. That seems, you know, a yin and a yang, a tit for tat. Oh, you did that for, oh, you picked me up at the airport? You know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to send you you a shuttle. I'm going to call it for you. I'll do it for you, though. Uh, be brave be brave that's a moral what I guess what Def- is that? defer to superiors I don't know about that maybe to elder I don't know superiors I mean that's that can a- cause that can be what's wrong with a lot of shit if you just blindly defer to your superior that's a good point who's an imbecile a sexist imbecile that's a very good point so I mean that's not helping Divide resources fairly. I love that. Love that. No one's doing it, but okay. Oh my God, Jonathan. (laughs) Respect others' property. Also not not being done all that much. I mean, what is, what's property, man? So what's mine is yours. Mi casa es tu casa. Well, don't, it doesn't literally mean like you find out when I'm not here and then you break in. Um, Yeah, that's not happening. But it's, it, it, it's pretty universal. Those are simple tenets as a society. No man is an island. We're raising this. It takes a village, Jonathan. I don't think we're doing that. No. Respect really. other people's property. Be brave? What does that even mean? I mean, I don't want to fucking... I want to get too brave. I don't want to like... I mean, I want to help out, but like... I mean... Let me go in that building. Like it's like on fire. <laughs> Be brave. It's universal. But yeah, like the building's on fire. Is that universal? So I don't know these people. You want me to burn? White pants. Have white pants. No, you don't care. You don't care about soot. Be brave. That's a pretty bold proclamation. I mean, it's also a boiled down. I mean, it probably what means it really different mean? things in different cultures. Like, so they I let to, people go in traffic. Like defer to superiors is probably like a, it's a it's a bizarre term, terminology that sort of could be maybe you know from everything boiled down. But what a superior might mean in 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 different places might be like you're saying, like elders. Uh, you know, yeah. people who have. Um, more responsibility than you do, but then maybe not exactly people in power because okay. those, you know, are often not not good people. No, you know, bad people in a lot of situations, in a lot of cultures. You're not being very brave today. You don't seem to be terribly brave today. I, what's the last time you're brave? I guess society doesn't really allow maybe, or maybe bravery? it does. Bravery. I don't even know what that, I mean. <laughs> What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just mean, what are they, how are they defining? What's the definition of bravery? Could you just tell I'm me that? I'm giving and I'll you tell that you right now. If I'm doing that. Courageous behavior. Courageous? Uh, oh, or, my God. Courageous behavior or character? The way he went into Starbucks and ordered for all of us? Synonyms <gasps> Courageous. Courage. 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 Courageousness, pluck, moxie, pluckiness, braveness, valor, fearlessness, valor, in, intrep, in, valor, intrepidity. I got a salad at Sweetgreen, came home and watched fucking TV. Ooh, brave. Intrepidness, nerve, yeah. nerve, daring, audacity, boldness, daring, bold. dauntlessness, god damn, doubtlessness, 
stout-heartedness, hardihood, no manfulness, Ooh. heroism, heroism, heroism. That's the last time you were a fucking hero. Gallantry, backbone, spine, spirit, Stop. spiritedness, metal, determination, fortitude, resolve, resolution, grit, grit spunk, gutsiness, game, gameness, gameliness, game, gam, gameliness. You showed much bravery today. Ballsiness, moxie, cojones. I drove into work. I designed the website for the hardware store. It was quite courageous. <laughs> and I showed a gallantry not known to man. <laughs> I stopped home at the Outback Steakhouse for wife and family. Ordered shed food. Drove it home and we ate the ribs. Hero. I don't know. No. Nah. <laughs> not. <laughs> you saved the date? Is March 16th, 2019? Is that a little... Can you save the date? What's going on there? LRH, HBD. Celebrate the life and legacy of mankind's greatest friend. L. Ron Hubbard's birthday celebration 2019 at the Dolby Theater. I believe that's where the fucking Academy Awards are this weekend. RSVP 323-953-3200. Just tell him UID sent ya. Just put, 20% in, the, put off. in the promo code UID. <laughs> And get like 60 years of surveillance on your fucking apartment. Fuck, I shouldn't have called. <laughs> It'll be funny if we call. It won't be. The second your fucking name comes up on that caller ID, bye-bye, garbage going through forever. Operation Clambake, you fucked. So I'll be there celebrating the life and legacy of mankind's greatest fraud friend. Friend. Fuck that up. And as a keynote speaker, I probably shouldn't fuck that up. Probably not. And where's David's wife again? We ask. Where is David Miscavige's wife? We still ask. Is she missing? Oh, God. She's been gone. She's been a fucking internment camp working. If she's still here with us. Uh, this is going to be a fucking amazing night. We're inspiring source presentations, global achievements, universal of ideal orgs, the LRH birthday game 2019 winners, and much, 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 much more. Much, much, much more. Mm. Watch Erica Christensen and Michael Pena maybe do a little one-act play. Bravo! What do you think a ticket for that party costs? Probably about $3,500 a pop, right? I don't know. Probably a lot. How much fun do you think fucking the T-Dog's going to have up in there? Travolta. How much dancing do you think he'll do that night? Yeah. Who will? Who do you think will dance more, Tom Cruise or John Travolta? Which T? Which T dog? Which T dog will do more <laughs> celebrating. That's gonna be insane. T Rex versus T dog, <laughs> and a one on one. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah! People dying. Oh my god! Two greats. <sighs> amazing night. Yeah. Amazing philosophy. Amazing tech. As we, in 2019, we need to expand consciousness. The planet needs it. And so right there, you have a date to celebrate. Mankind's greatest fucking friend. The greatest. That man is mankind's greatest amigo. Is everything going to be okay there? Yeah. You can drive by there too. 
Go right down L. Ron Hubbard Way in the range. And watch how many fucking GPSs get fucking when you pull up a red light. Some slides under them. Boop. <laughs> fucking Sea Or comes in. I'm tracking. Bye. Oh, man. People, we're all doing our best, right? Whatever it takes to get to fucking tomorrow. Fight to see another day. I mean, that's a lot of people up in there. That's a lot of beautiful fucking people that are fucking on levels that we could only... I mean, they've reached OT levels that we laugh about because we know there's no way we can achieve them. Right. And yet you will have a dolt, you'll have a theater, 5,000 people that can essentially heal on site. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially we're talking about biomagnetic wound healing. Essentially. I think I tore my ACL. Or did, did you? you? Bon- z- z- think about it. 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 Think- it's gone. Healed. Back out on the dance floor. Bye. Dancing again. <laughs> oh, God. Can we just drive in there and arrest all of them? Or is it, there's no way to do that? They haven't done anything wrong. Or have they? I don't know. That, that is for someone else to, <laughs> to decide. No, because I don't. LAPD? Who do I we wish. call? Homeland Security? Who do we call? The Justice Department? Who do we call? If you're lactose intolerant, counting calories, or trying to fill your kitchen with gluten-free foods, you'll soon be able to use your smartphone to scan a grocery store shelf and pinpoint items that specifically meet your dietary needs. Swiss technology company Scandit expects some U.S. grocery stores to roll out the new feature in the next six to nine months. Shoppers at those supermarkets will be able to narrow down what they're looking for in an app similar to how they filter products when buying and browsing online. Retailers can decide what types of information they want to offer. When customers open the store app, they will see different categories such as lactose or nut-free and can click on what they're interested in. Then, when they aim their smartphones at a grocery case, icons will pop up on the device's screen hovering over items that meet their Dietary requirements. Really meets their fucking augmented reality requirements. Because if you're going to get me to leave the house... You better give me a 3D show. You better augment something. I better see a hologram cow talking to me. This is from me. My milk came from me, me. And then you pet the fucking augmented cow. Hi, cow. You're a big, beautiful cow. You make good milk. And then you buy it. You could, I, I mean, call me fucking old-fashioned. Call me lazy. Sometimes you can just fucking, it's so crazy, this thing I learned to do like so long ago, it's called read. And so then I just read. Or you could just like close your eyes, let your robo child walk you around the supermarket while he holds out your fucking scanned it app with your VR on because you're in the Seychelles. Fuck Tulum. Now I'm in the Seychelles. Look at me. I'm fucking inspo fit. I'm on fucking, look at me. I'm, I'm on the beach. Mommy, we're in Ralph's. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Stupid robo child, shut up. Mommy's in the Seychelles. It does make it convenient. It's like the fucking fridges. You take a picture. Certainly for the, things. I my mean, smart fridge told me I was missing this. Very helpful for allergy stuff, I suppose. Because that can get pretty, you know, that can be pretty far down the ingredient list, to, you know, yeah. of... Things that like are peanut like peanut vapor. I want to know I'm putting that. peanut vapor in everything. What even is that? 
You'll find out. Can you open that box? <laughs> open that can up with your kids. Open yeah. a can of peanut vapor on that ass, kid. Close your throat right up. Oh, man. Keep sh- shut you up. Put a little tussin on there and some fucking peanut vape. Some minor league baseball stadium has totally outright, you know, banned peanuts. And then just everyone was reading comments. You, you motherfucking <laughs> socialist Bernie bro freaks. It's just like we can't have anything. We cannot have a thing. You're a stupid fucking kid. What about me and my peanuts? I'm a fucking fiend. Ooh, I get big boners when I eat peanuts and I love to watch baseball with my big boner. Get they I'm literally every comment. Fucking America, libtards. It was just like, what the fuck? It has nothing to do with that. Yo, pussy fucking commie. <laughs> my child <laughs> is going is going to, to die. die. <laughs> yeah, but I can't get a boner without watching baseball and eating peanuts. At this minor league ballpark dog? Yeah! Friday night lights. I mean, every fucking comment. Here we go again. Thanks, Hillary. Like, <laughs> Christ almighty. Give him an inch. What? <laughs> it's unbelievable. I was just down in Arizona for the Tucson Gem Show. Which was that's when you should have had your fucking gun with you, because that's when shit can pop they get, off. They're they are that's rattlesnake country. Kidding they me? are gunned up down there. I'll tell you what, they're gunned you up. You can't be around that many gems and jewels without having a piece. Well, that, but just in general, just the okay. state in general is very, very, very uh, proud, gun proud, and. I mean, I did go in. I went into like a Cabela's down there. Not a Cabela's, but a, okay. like a wilderness emporium or something. Yeah. Like basically Cabela's. Amazing. A, 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 an outdoor Huge. superstore. Yeah. See, your a, people. 30 foot fucking ceilings. Yeah. Like 800 foot canoe. Holy shit. That was Jesus's canoe. <laughs> you didn't know that. It's in the New Testament. Okay. It's the new New Testament. <laughs> uh, 2.0. Uh, so, you know. There's some good Carhartt and stuff like thick some quality, good quality, good quality stuff here and there, you know. Some, but then it just like at just one point the into, store turns into like, like all camo, yeah, like, like it whoa. just it just you move into the section Suddenly, and all of a sudden you can't yeah. differentiate anything. It's just wow. everything is lost. camo, and then you wiggle through you the aisles and you come out and now you're in the you're in the forest. gun section. Oh, okay, and the gun section Big there section. was like. I mean, the store was like huge, 9, and there guns. was like no one in there. Yeah. And then in the back, there was like four hundred people lined up, gun salesmen, literally, like all the way oh, like, down. Okay. Just, uh, and it's just mothers, fathers, children, all the way, all ages, all the way down the line. Every single one of them, like, yeah, let me see you know, scope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't cheese. Put that down. Fuck that man. And they saw you. They were like, "Yeah, he is a." No one would talk to me. Okay. They saw I figured tooth. they were going to see me and think like, like you know, here he is. Duck Dynasty. Yeah, like, here we go. Come on, <laughs> Phil. That's uh, Jack Robertson. He's a long lost fucking. <laughs> Showing me fucking over under fucking shotguns and yeah. shit. But they didn't. No one would deal with me. Fuck. Because I, I was. I mean. What did you have on? Softly in the market. Um, what did I have on? Did you, you were dressed for um, the area. 
No, I was you just, didn't have the clothes on you had on in LA and then drive the fucking RV you and mean then like get a there. pink steal your face t shirt? Totally. No. Yeah. I was like, like in your a fucking flannel jeans and- like rolled up and like fucking van slip on vans. Hey bros. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> pink fleece sweatshirt. Get them. This is the right place, right? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, so you had you you geared up you fucking I wouldn't even listen geared up I didn't pick an outfit because I was uh, going to the I wilderness and <laughs> I my, will next time closet this is my wilderness no I mean I was in a flannel and jeans I perfect. looked I looked normal perfect I didn't feel like I stuck out okay I may have they a bit it, they sensed it but the best thing was as I'm standing there and perusing I just I, at a certain point I just sort of take the opportunity to be able to be standing and not have to deal with a salesman directly because they won't speak to me. So I just sort of just kind of take like eight inches back and just sort of listen to the the conversation that's happening. And there's one dude that's working there, younger dude, you know, uh, uh, hunting enthusiast talking about a rifle and you know, their the family's looking for a, a small caliber hunting rifle for their daughter. Six year old. <laughs> so he's talking about a rifle. I mean, he's totally, you know, informative and being, you know, regular, you know, normal. Yeah. And then the, there's another one and he's talking. And then this dude, this older dude is talking to this couple. And I, all I hear is like, yep, I know. I know. Oh, no. He's what like, oh, and then, shit. And he's like, you know, Trump, though, he's been selling guns. Trump's selling guns. He loves to sell guns. And I'm, I was like listening. And he's like, you know, we've been doing real well. And he was like, and he was going to call a state of emergency and really kick it up into overdrive. But Nancy Pelosi, she blocked it. And oh like, it was just here we go. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is this is just and like everyone like <laughs> you know, just a lot of like <laughs> yeah, a lot of that, you know, a lot of like, what do you what are y'all like? What are you guys talking about? Chuckling about, you know? Pelosi, Kamala Harris. <laughs> what? What do you guys? Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, you're like. I'm just gonna back right out here. I mean, it's it's always been a state that's been pretty down, gun, right? Pretty gun. Well, there's a few reasons for that too. When you really think about it, fuck. When we were in Phoenix, I was just fucking having vegan cupcakes and just. Well, Phoenix is a you know, metropolitan area. I okay. mean, you get a little bit outside of that, but that's I mean, also happens. you get into the, even the outskirts of, of Phoenix, and you're going to start seeing some some heavy duty, you know, uh, idea truck and gun types. And but one thing about it is living in the desert. You have you have a few things. You do have wild animal threats you have you have you know packs of coyotes you have uh you know snakes and shit like that um but i think also it's the 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 um the isolation that these people feel as though that they are far enough away from help you. yeah yeah that gotta, if something was to happen yeah, that wait 35 minutes on the exactly show and so you have a place that is it is definitely more suited for personal protection uh and maybe a little bit more called for that being said there is obviously some other uh enthusiasm and motivation transpiring at the moment that doesn't it is not rooted in that in that uh concept it's it's it comes from another place and that that's what i'm sort of like what what is it like I, and it is that it is the the belief that somebody very much wants to come and get the gu- their guns from them. Okay. That's that's what it is. That someone wants to come and and 
and in a way that's that's true you know i mean there is there is a there is a a gigantic movement in this country to, to try to regulate that. Me and Cory Booker like knock on your door. <laughs> Excuse me, we'd have to like say a word with you. Just give me a couple. Uh, of give me all of them. <laughs> Sorry, new rules, and uh, and they don't like that. And it gives it makes them it it gives them it panics them. It's panic. Panic. And that is a bad place to operate from, no matter what one would say. That the decisions one makes while, while panicking. Total duress and panic. But it's, it's just funny because um, obviously they're creating um, the yang of that panic. They're creating another panic in, in others that are like, why are these people amassing these, these, these weapons? And, and uh, what's to stop them from... from using them um in in bad ways it's wild though it, it it's just it feels it feels different like the wild west it's a little wild westy i would say um and there's part of that that i that i really like and there's part of it that scares the absolute shit out of me so i don't know i guess you could say that about here too i mean oh god yeah about la you yeah know, something absolutely beautiful and fascinating about it and something that's absolutely like off the Richter scale fucking psychotic. Anyway. Anywho. Uh, I have a... We're going to be doing a show in Detroit at the Ooh. Magic Bag on June 22nd. So it's just as I mentioned the Qdoba in our last episode. Got that. Keeping abreast of things going on. Taco. In the area in uh, Oakland, which I guess is uh, Oakland University. Sort of Rochester, Auburn Hills. I don't really know too much. That's what it said when I looked up. So Auburn Hills used to be where the palace was. Detroit Pistons. So a little bit further out from Detroit uh, is Oakland University uh, in Michigan. And um, notable alum, uh, Curtis Armstrong, will be donating collectibles from his illustrious 30-year film career in uh, movies, television, giving all of his papers, boxes filled with annotated scripts, behind-the-scenes photos, contracts, interviews, press clippings that he's housed over the years. I said Curtis Armstrong. So now you will say... Who's Curtis Armstrong? No, you'll tell me all of these. If he's donating all of his personal papers as an alum of Oakland University, you must know it's the great Curtis Armstrong who played Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. He's in Ray, too, right? Dog. He was in Ray. He was nominated for an Oscar in Ray. Right, I was in Crossroads. So great. Fuck, wow, cool. Here's, here's fucking 30 years of your what have your annotated script for Booger in this scene I thought about my name being Booger so I picked my nose was not in the script uh, what else was uh, uh, not better, better off, off dead, dead. Oh, was, yeah. Yeah. Give, me Moonlighting. Two, give me my two dollars he's famous he's famous took us a little while to maybe not that famous I would think that maybe not a household name not a household name don't want your papers then don't need them. We're old as fuck, and we're piecing together what he's in. What is a 20-year-old at Oakland University when you say, um, how about, you remember Moonlighting? And the 19-year-old says, what? Moonlighting. You mean Moonlight, the movie. Moonlight, great film. Won the Oscar? Did it? What it? No, Moonlighting uh, with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis? Sybil Shepard. Sybil Shepard? She was on Sybil? Oh, Curtis, What? 
1984, what? What are you going to do? He's a famous alum of the school, so he's donating his entire career. So we can <laughs> just after we watched the Marie Kondo <laughs> show and he was like, fuck, I got to get rid of this stuff. Like, well, I got to clean this up. This brings me no joy. <laughs> so maybe because I'm thinking back to when it was joyful. Now it's grinding. I'm grinding out VO work right now. Can't get a call back from my fucking agent. No, he works. He's worked like yeah, he works. consistently. But let's fucking slow down. I'm donating my papers <laughs> to my alma mater. And what the fuck? Does that mean annotated scripts and photographs behind the scenes? Behind the scenes of Revenge of the Nerds? Uh, whatever. Listen, the school's excited. It was in the paper. They brought it. Did it. Ah, yes. I remember walking this campus before I was booger. <laughs> My pre-booger pre days. Ah, I was a boy with a dream. You guys want to fucking get wasted tonight? Uh, no, we're all going to the library to go through the papers of Curtis Armstrong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Hey, you guys want to get wasted tonight? <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of universities, Yale University has some new research out. It shows that depression can physically change a person's brain. Definitely, right? Maybe. Hastening an aging effect. Oh, God. That might leave them more susceptible to illnesses associated with old age. Sweet. So, great. So, the depression that cripples you now will cripple you us, ultimately. Will really, at no point, can Stop. you say it gets better. Doesn't matter what Dan tells gets you. Worse. It's going to get worse because all of this time in your 20s and 30s and 40s with the depression, it's done something to your brain irreparably. So, when you're in your 70s, and maybe like at least you could 90s. just give up and just It'll feel like, feel like you're, you're in your 90s. So how was fucking life? How did it work out? Thanks, Ma. Thanks, Dad. Great. So that's just what we've built here. Sweet. I don't know. I don't know either. So but you're depressed. But then when you get older... You have a lot of complications because of the depression. It did something physically. Neurons changed, got changed and shit. Shifted you around. Shifted your shit. And so now you're wicked depressed. Because at least back then. You were just. You a, were young. Imagining depression. <laughs> no, you weren't. I mean, you were depressed, but you were thinking about terrible things that you couldn't control. But now you yeah. actually have, now you have physical no ailments from yeah. that depression. And that you just peed yourself. You're yeah. 60. Yeah. And the fucking cable's out. And there's nobody to call. Great. And now what? Sweet. Oh, the internet's out. Okay, cool. I oh, so can't go on the internet? I'll just, uh, I'll watch him. Oh, well, fuck. Power's Wait, out. No movies. Okay. That. All right. I feel itchy. I'm very itchy right now. Fuck. It's been a tough 50, 60 years. Really? If really, if you it. think about it. Ooh, shit. Mild ups. Most downs. Very tough. Not right. What are we supposed to do anything? Is there anything we have any? Let's don't be depressed. Yeah, I guess, but that's that's what. Um, that's it's tough. Tough, especially without the aid of drugs that will also give you health problems probably as life goes on. Do you think they'll think they're doing something? What will do something? You think the drugs that you're on now might fucking have a negative effect later? Oh, definitely. Great. Do they tell you that? 
I think it's pretty much it. No, it's understood. I, yeah, I think it's understood that there'll be some sort of some probably something. some fallout from that. Hmm. You know. In what kind of a way? Just like b- brain chemistry or phys- physical? Brain chemistry probably either being getting fucked up or being permanently uh, wired to not really be able to deal with uh, ever return to a normal function without without the drugs. Aid of something. But also just the... I'm sure it's probably tough on your liver and kidneys. Maybe just... Okay. Great. All right. I don't know. Well, there you have it. See you when you're 70. Hmm? See you when you're 70. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just... It's... What do you... I don't know. I mean, you, you're you're definitely picking what you think might be the... <clears throat> The lesser of two. Well, you got to get through today, right? You got to right. get I to mean, tomorrow. That's, that's part of it. Even that is, you know. Do you? Meaning, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you got to get to Why? tomorrow. I mean, that's an issue. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't have being to. convinced that that's a necessity or that that's important. Okay, I mean. That's saying personally, I don't. I'm, I can't speak for anybody. I else. mean, I I agree with you, but okay. but where is it that we? What, just because, for the simple sake that being alive is better than being dead, is that what you mean, or is there some value in it that actually? Because uh, I'm not convinced that there's value in the cumulative, you know. Uh, I'm not trying to be... Oh, man. I'm just saying that... I don't know. Can I read you a Dear Amy? Sure. I'm a young professional working as a banker at a local branch. I have been going to the same therapist for nearly three years and adore her. She has helped me beyond words. Here lies my issue. I'm technically stalking her. My therapist banks where I work. I have access to her accounts and check daily, observing her spending habits. Oh, man. (laughs) This is rich. I'm also privy to her personal information, address, date of birth, social security number, although I have not searched for her home. You don't have to search for her. You have the fucking address right right there. Huge, big, bold You just haven't gone there. You mean I haven't driven? I haven't sat in front of it all night from midnight to six, drinking coffee like they do in Point Break. (laughs) I am mortified by my behavior, yet I find myself unable to stop. It gives me insight into who she is as a person, which makes me feel close to her. Oh, this is a film, right? Right here. This is a fucking movie. Great. Yeah. Anyway, fuck. Can we? We'll just give us producer credit. Whoever ends up writing this. This is a great fucking movie. Yeah. Opens in, fade in, session. Ooh. Cut two at work, staring. I can't talk to anyone about this, though I feel it's abhorrent behavior. Help from secretive searcher. Nothing you can do. There's something you can do. You can what? Go to another therapist and start seeing that therapist about the therapist that you're stalking. What happens, though, if you do that? 
and then you're at work in a couple of weeks, and then that therapist, <laughs> fucking shit, that's a small town, there's only you, you got Chase, B of A, what me, the Wells fuck? Fargo, it's just me. Work, what do you want from me? It's 33.3% uh, chance she's going to bank shit. here. Shit. That's what you need. You need therapy about your therapy. So you got to see a second therapist to discuss what's going on with the first therapist. To discuss, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't mean you stop going to the therapist that you're stalking. Or do you... Mind fuck your therapist. By, you well, if you knew people, you know, people only use their debit card. What if you, for the entire week that you haven't seen your therapist, you know every single thing or that this person did or bought, and then you pepper in things that you did, your life, that correlates with theirs to the point that it's so Kismet. unnerving that, that she the person's blows, not that saying she blows. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm really trying to say. I mean, he adores her, so he's in love with his therapist. I mean, it's oh, safe. It's a, it's a it's a guy that that wrote oh, this. Is it not? I don't know. I never said. I mean, whoever it is is in love with this Let's, therapist. Okay. Regardless of of gender, this is that you're you're infatuated with this person. You could be like maybe you found that they went to a sort of a French bakery a little bit out of the way, and then while you're so I'm with Jim and we're fighting at this little bakery that I love to go to. <laughs> My favorite. My I always favorite get place. <laughs> I always get holidays and <laughs> baguettes and. <laughs> um, so much that the therapist starts to think, is this my soulmate? That's what you do. That's what you do. Any movie they went to. Yeah, so I had gotten a fight with Jim. I wanted to unwind, so I went to. How uh, long? This is. They've been going to the therapist for three years. They've been doing this for how much of those three years? Is that, is that what I wonder if there's, I mean, if the relationship is important enough to you to, I mean, I think the, the, the why don't we just let it ride for a minute and just see what's up? I mean, just keep doing it? Keep doing it. <laughs> I think you want to stop doing it. You do? If How you, do you stop? It's impossible. That's why you got to go to the other therapist. To, for your addiction for this. Yeah. 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 Every single transaction. Basically I think going them. to another therapist about it, as stupid as that sounds, is actually maybe a good idea. It sounds absolutely insane, but if you went to another professional and were like, here's the deal. This has been a very productive situation, but so much so that I've gotten it. I mean, I know that therapist would probably try to report you to the police, but there's nothing, nothing, nothing illegal. I don't think has happened. There is a, there's been a, a privacy violation, obviously. If they were to confide in their therapist that they've been doing this, it would cease the relate. I mean, it, it would immediately cease the the relationship would the this, would stop immediately. I can only think about this film. It's a very good idea. Warner Brothers me. and Catherine Bigelow present you a study in stalking. Um, the film is called The Patient. <laughs> You'd know everything, every little thing. Um, not every little thing, but pretty I mean, much all lot, of it. A lot of stuff. Mm. You see, they got that. Oh, they were on Chewy.com. Ordered some things. I guess I'll pepper that into this week's session. 
Oh my god, I talked to customer service. It's crazy. A Chewy, you know Chewy.com. You've ever heard of it? Yeah, I've used Chewy. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> Warner Brothers present um, the patient. I think it's. How do we do? We make the therapist male or female? Do we make the patient male or female? I say Bradley Cooper's the therapist. Jennifer Lawrence is the patient. Great. Terrible, but great. Okay. Bradley Cooper's about to get married to Lady Gaga. And Jennifer Lawrence must use what she's learned from the bank to infiltrate, to break up this fucking, these nuptials. And she'll stop it. So nothing. it's on like a single white female kind of tip. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, it's got everything. Cryptocurrency. I think... Uh, yoga. Oh, I didn't know you. You go to this studio? So out of the way. So funny. I never would have known that you went to this particular studio. (laughs) Uh, I I empathize with this person for some reason. I'm not (laughs) sure why. Because the table's done turned. The hunter became the hunted. I feel I feel for this person's uh, situation. <laughs> it's very difficult to live live to self moderate. It's impossible. And so, in a situation like that, you know, obviously, it's not the therapist's fault for banking at this place. But at the same time. It's very difficult for somebody who, for the curiosity of the opportunity to know more than you would be allowed to know about a person who you are preoccupied with, when you can do that in a way that is not dangerous, Yeah, I suppose, that you're not breaking into their home when they're not there and tiptoeing around their fucking apartment or that you're yeah, not, that's a, the, the, that the act is such a violation. It is a violation, but it is not the same thing. No. As doing something like that. But, um, speaking for Jennifer Lawrence, if you were to do that, if you had access to someone's banking, you could, if you saw every time somebody used their debit card over the course of, a week, a month, you would know, you would be all up in that person's fucking life. Every place they eat, everywhere they go, everywhere they buy something, everything that comes, that they get on Amazon, everything delivered, any, you would get a real solid picture of somebody. And so what are you saying? That Saying that Warner Brothers and Catherine Bigelow <laughs> present the patient. No, I think that that... I mean, you have a you have a you have a a a a, a gross boundary issue here that the person cannot um, differentiate the 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 magnitude of the of the therapy and the results of that work. Yeah, with the individual on the other side of that, and that they've attributed the the effect of that work to the person on the other end of that to the therapist which is 
I mean, that's maybe a bit of a that you're maybe a little bit off course already there because yeah. I mean the, the the stuff is made to work if it's done correctly, regardless of who, you know who says really what. But the the worry I would have is that this person. The issue is that the person can't stop. No. And that... Drug, addiction, serotonin being flooded into the brain every time she goes to work. God, you're here early. Your shift doesn't start till 9. I know. It's 7.30. I know. It's tough. It's so good. This movie is going to be so good. It's juicy. It's so juicy. (sighs) Put together the team right now. My God. And then they have to kill the other therapist when the other therapist decides enough is enough. I'm going to tell. I have to. By my profession. <laughs> kill you. Oh, my God. This movie is so good. Heavy movie. Holy shit. Um, who plays the other therapist? Gina Gershon. This is a terrible cast. <laughs> you don't like Jennifer Lawrence, Gina Gershon, and Bradley Cooper and, and Lady Gaga? <laughs> so bad. Directed by Catherine Bigelow? So shitty. I hate this. Written movie. by Miranda July? <laughs> this movie is going to be insane. Um, wild. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. Requesting that when this film comes out in three years, we were given some producer some credit. Thanks. And a special thanks. Yeah, special I've always thanks. wanted to be in a special thanks That'd be fun. movie. And right I, at the end. I always wanted to be in that. Dedicated to the memory of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in loving memory, 1973, 2019. <laughs> Seth Joseph Roman. It really, really always did kind of want to get that. That'd be real nice. I always watch that. I'm so fucking crazy. I always pause it just to see celebrities' names pop up. Like, oh, I wonder how they know each other. I'd love that. Thank you, Catherine. You'll get that. I'll get that. Wonder. I mean, you have to get that someday, right? Absolutely. I mean, come on. I guess if I lived here for 50 years, I guess that's the mark of how bad you did. If you could live in LA for 50 not years and not thing. appear in a special thanks with 300 other names you at the fucking, end of some bad you movie, it. you fucking blew it. You never got a special thanks in any movie. Really? Oh, you never were in a movie? And you never got a special thanks in a movie? And your head shops up, up nowhere? How did you do so bad? Did you actively try to do so bad? No, I wicked tried. Wow. Wow. You fun done fucked up. All right. Oh, yeah, dude. America Through the Eyes of Two American Americans. This is episode 704. Is that right? Yeah. Of our comedy podcast. Oh, yeah, dude. Thank you so much. You Please come back for 705. Get tickets to see us live in Los Angeles in Highland Park at the Lodge Room, Saturday night, 420. Uh, get those tickets. Um, there will be a, a morning for me of reflection, of sober reflection on my life. Um, spoke to you. I laid on a different couch right here and spoke to you on the phone. It will have been on that day 17 years prior. On the Rasta couch? I don't even remember. It's probably a couch before, before that. that. But I remember. On 420. On that day. So 17 years to the day. We'll be doing a show, but 17 years to the day, we were on the telephone. And you Man. stayed sober. Yeah. So your sober birthday is 420? Yes. So we will be gathering together again. We'll recreate the phone call on the stage. I will be in the fetal position, weeping. Talking about how you can't stop shaking. I can't stop shaking. I will call you. You'll be like, what? What do you want? The fuck do you want? The fuck do you want? I'm making music. I got the shakes. (laughs) I got the Alabama shakes. We'll recreate that. Jonathan, please. I'm janky over here. You got to do a fucking podcast with me. I got the shakes. I got that jank leg. Let's get fucking, let's do something futuristic. 
So Let's do something that hasn't been invented. It hasn't been invented yet. Let's make it. Let's invent it. We'll call it podcasting. What does that mean? You'll find out. So Uh-oh. yeah, celebrate that uh, Saturday, April twentieth. The Lodge Room tickets on Brown Paper Tickets, and then see us. Uh, go to Qdoba and fucking stop by Oakland University. Pay respects to Booger. Go to Qdoba. <laughs> Get a fucking dope taco, plant-based taco, and then see us at the Magic Bag yeah. on Saturday night, June 22nd. Uh, go to the website, buy a t-shirt. Please go to our Patreon page. Definitely. Our Patreon page is where you can pledge to the show to keep the show commercial advertising and sponsor-free. Uh, we also do this show as audio and video. You get access to all the videos. You get access to the archives of all the audio shows that aren't on iTunes. Um, and it means an awful lot to us. And iTunes is couldn't our contain us. Live, is what I guess is what I'm Our thinking. livelihood. And we thank you, all of you who pledge. Um, Can't thank you enough. Please keep doing that. And please encourage others uh, who listen to the show to do the same. Um, thank you for listening and please tell a friend yeah and uh come back for 705 um and be be aware of boundaries really this week just your boundaries you know seatbelts seatbelts